Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. Let's create your dream life while living your dream life. Okay, love? Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching, or you can get the full post plus weekly journal prompts when you sign up for my email list. You can do that in the show notes, or you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. So today we're going to look at self-judgment. We're going to be looking at the labels, the blame, the shame we put on ourselves when we experience something difficult, something that is uncomfortable for us. And we're going to look at shame and blame and self-judgment in a really different way. Because so often our first reaction when we do something quote unquote wrong, when life doesn't go the way we want it to, is to put self-judgment upon ourselves, to label ourselves, right? Those labels such as, I'm a mess, I'm a failure, I don't know what I am doing. And in today's episode, we're going to look at those labels in a whole different way. So let's get straight into this week's Mindset Monday. Self-judgment is a coping mechanism because it distracts us from feeling the feelings. Judging ourselves seems easier than experiencing the heartache, the grief, or the pain. But it's only a distraction, love. Today's Mindset Monday was completely inspired by a recent call I had with a client. This is a client I've been working with for a while now. And she came onto the call and I instantly knew that something was up. Her energy was just off and she kept using these labels of, I'm a mess. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm such a failure. That week had been an incredibly difficult week for her. A couple things at work had kind of gone wrong. And then at home, she was having a health scare. So her professional and personal life were incredibly overwhelming. And as she was detailing out all these different things that were happening, she just kept going back to these labels, to this judgment of, I'm a mess. I have no idea what I'm doing. And as she was telling me what was going on in her life, as a person, as a witness to this, not even as a coach, I was like, whoa, this is an incredibly hard week. Any normal person going through this week would be feeling so much, would be feeling overwhelmed, would be feeling sadness and grief and confusion and anger. And instead of allowing herself to name those feelings, to feel those feelings, to dig into those feelings, instead, she was just labeling herself. She was just judging herself. And so I knew that these labels and the self-judgment was a barrier, was actually a coping mechanism for her because she was so scared to actually feel the feelings. She was so scared to feel the possible grief. She was so scared to feel the anger. And so instead of allowing herself to feel those feelings, she was slapping labels onto herself. And so as her coach, I invited her to go a little bit deeper, to go past the label, to go under the label and see what was underneath that. And as we got curious and explored, we uncovered 
the grief, the worry, the sadness, the overwhelm, the anger, the frustration. And she said to me, Sharin, I was so scared to go there. Right? She realized that she had been using this label of I'm a mess or I'm a failure in order to solve it, right? This is, well, this must be the answer, right? This is the answer to why this week is this week. I'm a mess. I'm a failure. So I don't have to dig any deeper. And that's what we do so often. And I say we, I'm including myself as well. I know that whenever I am slapping a label on myself, whenever I am judging myself, I am actually trying to avoid feeling a feeling. More often than not, because I am scared to allow myself to feel that feeling. I am scared that it's going to overwhelm me. I'm scared that it's going to take over my life. And so instead, I just call myself a mess. So this is what I mean when I say that self-judgment is a coping mechanism. It is actually a protective mechanism. So our bodies, our minds do this incredible thing. When we experience difficulty, when we experience something very challenging, something that's going to elicit a lot of overwhelming feelings for us, our bodies, our minds are worried about us. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't want this person to feel all these feelings. These are very overwhelming feelings. And so what they often do is they put a label on it. They make us feel judgment to distract us from feeling the overwhelming feeling. So it becomes this really unconscious knee-jerk response that when we feel something really overwhelming, our bodies, our minds want to take care of us. And they're like, no, 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 no. I don't want them to feel this feeling. It's too, too much for them. And so instead, they distract us with this self-judgment, with the labels, with the shame. Because unfortunately, in our society, we have learned how to be with shame and blame right? We're so used to feeling judgment and shame, right? Whether that was the way we were socialized in our households, in our greater society, in our communities, in our schools, judgment and shame are feelings that we have been having to navigate for so long. But learning how to navigate sadness, grief, frustration, anger, we often have not been given those tools. But what I want to encourage you to do, love, encourage you to really lean into is that you actually do have the tools to navigate these overwhelming feelings, that you know how to be with these big feelings, that you actually can handle them. We think that we cannot handle our overwhelming feelings. And so what we do is we run from them. We run from them in so many different ways. And one of those ways is by judging ourselves, by judging ourselves for being in a particular situation or circumstance or messing up, whatever that is. Because in a weird way, if we judge ourselves, we think that we can fix it or that we have control, right? So if I label myself as being a mess, the answer isn't feeling the grief. No, the answer is fixing being a mess, no longer being a mess. So do you see how this self-judgment actually really helps us feel safe in control and secure, right? Because one, we don't have to feel the overwhelming feelings. And two, we have a sense of control, right? That I can fix this somehow by no longer being this label. 
But we all know that that's not the way that it works. Our feelings are always going to catch up with us. One of my favorite ways of describing emotions is energy and motion. And that energy has to be moved in some way. And if you're not consciously moving through it, moving with it, then it's going to move in the ways that it can. And one of the ways that it often moves is this feeling of judgment and shame and blame, right? Packing it on top of yourself, bringing it back onto yourself. So that energy has to be processed somehow. And whether you're going to process it in a healthy or in an unhealthy way, it will manifest somehow. And one of the ways that it manifests more often than not is through self-judgment, is through labeling ourselves. But the label is just distracting us, right? It's distracting us from the healing, from really digging deep. I want to read to you a passage from Tara Brock's newest book, Trusting the Gold. I just got this book and I was writing this post and I read this passage and I thought, wow, this is so timely. I have to include it into the podcast. So this passage is titled Resisting the Demons and it reads, we are often at war with our painful emotions and bad habits, the unwanted shadow parts of ourselves. We try denying them and pushing them away. We try to hide them, fix them or condemn them. And it's typically a losing fight. Milarepa, a 12th century Tibetan master, found himself in such a battle. After many years of living in solitude, doing practices in his mountain retreat, he returned one evening to find his cave filled with demons. Although he understood that they were just projections of his own mind, that didn't make them any less threatening or horrible. But how was he to get rid of them? First, he thought teaching them spiritual truths might help, and they just ignored him. Angry and frustrated, he ran at them, trying to push them out of the cave. Far stronger than he, they just laughed. At last, he gave up, sat down on the floor and said, I'm not leaving, and it looks like you're not either. So let's just live here together. To Milarepa's surprise, when he stopped resisting, instead of taking over, all the demons got up and left the cave. All except one. And this one was particularly powerful. Milarepa realized that the only thing he could do was have the courage to deepen his surrender. He walked over to that great demon and placed his head inside its gigantic mouth and said, just eat me up if you want to. And at that moment, the demon vanished. Tara Brock goes on to say, I have found that it is only when I stop resisting entirely. Stop judging, stop trying to control, stop avoiding. Only then do I arrive in an open, tender, and healing presence. In that open tenderness, there's nowhere for the painful shadow energies to root. With true surrender of all strategies of self-protection, the demons lose their power. When the resistance is gone, so are the demons. This story, this insight, this wisdom is telling us that by trying to resist, avoid, or run from these overwhelming feelings, these difficult circumstances, we're just keeping the demons with us. They're taking root in our energy, right? My client, when she labeled herself a mess, that didn't make her feel any better. It didn't. 
It made her feel like she had control, which in a sense made her feel better, but it wasn't that true healing space of feeling better. That really deep rooted space of feeling better. And so that's why the self judgment that we often put on ourselves does kind of feel better and feel easier, but it's actually lengthening, prolonging the experience that we're having, right? Instead of just going deep and allowing ourselves to feel the feeling, we lengthen the entire process by putting these labels on ourselves. I talk often about the second arrow, which is another Buddhist concept. The first arrow is the arrow of, you know, the breakup, losing your job, the health scare. The second arrow is the one of blame and shame and judgment that we put on ourselves. But it's easier to just think the second arrow is there, right? That the first arrow isn't there, that we don't have to cry, that we don't have to have that difficult conversation, that we don't have to get angry. But love underneath that label is where the healing is, is where the actual root is, the root that needs to be watered and nourished and tended to. The labels, the self-judgment, the blame, that's the branch, that's the leaf on the tree, the tree of difficulty, whatever you're going through. Really what's at the root though is the feeling, the feeling that you're trying to avoid. So the practice that I encourage you to do is to take a moment and think, is there a label that I'm holding on to right now? Maybe a label you thought of today, maybe a label that's just been echoing throughout your head this week, this month, this year. And I want you to ask yourself, what is the feeling that I am trying to avoid by using this label? In other words, what is underneath this label? What is this label trying to protect me from feeling? What is this label trying to protect me from feeling? And I want you to know that you have the tools, the skills to feel these feelings, love. You can handle them. They're not going to overwhelm you. They may feel overwhelming, but they will not take over. And the only way to heal, to get to the other side is through the feelings. You know, the easier thing is actually to slap this label on yourself the easier thing in the short term, right? I did a podcast that was about, is it ease or is it just avoiding? And labeling yourself seems easy in the short term, but you're really just avoiding the feelings. And in the feelings is where the wisdom, the growth, and the healing comes from. The wisdom, the growth, the healing does not come from this label of I'm a mess. You don't need to figure out how not to be a mess anymore, love, but you need to figure out how to sit with yourself, acknowledge what you're feeling, and allow yourself to feel those feelings. So love, this week, whenever you hear a label pop up, know that that is a sign that your body, your mind are trying to protect you from feeling a feeling. And I want you to just sit with yourself, pause, take a moment, thank yourself first, for trying to protect yourself, right? But let yourself know that this is no longer the way that you want to heal. And then love sink in deeper. So we become aware of the label. We take a moment and pause. Thank the label for being there, for trying to protect you. And let it know that you have got this. 
that you actually do know how to take care of yourself and you no longer need this label. And then you dig deep, you go deep, and you ask yourself, what am I trying to avoid feeling? Or what is this label trying to protect me from feeling? And I know with 100% certainty that you can handle whatever feeling comes up, love. Until next week, I will talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this week's episode, please share it with a friend, comment, and rate this podcast. Until next week, see you later, love.